Happy Monday. All right, confession. I'm really good at figuring out when people around me think the universe exists to make them happy. I bet somebody came to mind when you heard me say that, right? So that means you're good at seeing people who don't understand their relationship to the world, aren't you? And we all understand why that attitude is more than just annoying to the rest of us. It's destructive to a lot of people, including the person who doesn't understand where they fit into the universe. All right. I'm pretty good at forgetting that the universe doesn't think I'm more special than you are. It hurts to say that. I'm Tracy Winchell, co-creator and host of the Reboots Podcast at RebootsPodcast.com. This is episode 7 of series 2 on Tracy's Tiny Reboots. And we're celebrating 12 months of podcasting and interviewing more than two dozen people about their lives and their business reboots. During May, every day, we're sharing a lesson learned from our experiences. So how did other people navigate change in their lives? What I've learned about asking others about some of the most painful moments in their lives is that they finally figured out their relationship to the universe. And for some guests, they decided that after years of wrestling with or denying the existence of God, they were looking at a creator through the lens of some pretty jacked up people who didn't much understand God either. I've wrestled with God, although I've never wondered if he exists. I just didn't get him at all. Of the four elements necessary for surviving a reboot and thriving on the other side, this notion of understanding our relationships to God and the universe eh, may be the most vexing, and it's really hard to tackle this in under 10 hours, right? As someone who tries and often fails to follow the teachings of Jesus, this means two things. And one, the world really doesn't give a rip about me. In The Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday writes about this, and I've adapted this quote in the book to first person. I'll have far better luck toughening myself up than I ever will trying to take the teeth out of a world that is at best indifferent to my existence. So the second important thing about all of this for me is that God loves me as I am. He wants the best for me, which means letting go of resentments, loving my enemies, and a bunch of that really hard stuff will actually bring me reasonable happiness in this life. And that some of the stuff I learned from organized religion and other people about God, it's messed up. And what's weird about that is that I cannot successfully navigate a reboot or understand who God really is without surrounding myself with messed up people who may not understand God much better than I do. How weird is that? Community is the third thing that helps us navigate a successful reboot, and we're going to talk more about that later this week. Now, when I understand my place in the universe that, in Holiday's words, uh, is at best indifferent to my existence, I'm free to explore life. I'm free to risk making mistakes because if I mess up, chances are I'm the only one of a handful of people who are going to notice I messed up. See, my conversation with Zoe Sugg on the Reboots podcast at RebootsPodcast.com. Now, I'm also 
not going to be upset when only the people closest to me celebrate accomplishments. The rest of the world likely won't notice, and if people do notice, they're too busy on Twitter bashing a baseball player or a celebrity. And maybe that's why so many sports fans ridicule and boo their own teams these days. Surely the front offices and the players exist so that fan X isn't bummed out when a reliever making $15 million a year walks in the winning run. Right? I don't think that pitcher's too terribly worried about that angry fan. I think maybe that pitcher is worried about keeping his job and feeding his family. All right, so about God. I've twisted God's identity in my past to suit myself, my sick, twisted self, and uh, that doesn't work. When I finally found a group of Christ followers who readily admit their flaws and know God loves them anyway, they accepted me as I am. And that's when I started to understand that God has accepted and loved me all along. I've been the one trying to win his approval. Reminds me of the Big Daddy Weave song, Redeemed. Stop fighting a fight that's already been won. Now, understanding where we fit into the universe and finally grasping how God sees us, well, that doesn't happen overnight. It's a process, and some days are better than others. But every Reboots episode featuring a guest who's dealt with tragedy says this is an essential element in navigating change, especially when not making a change will likely end in death or incarceration. So can you navigate change without God? I think so, but I really don't have much experience in this area, so I'm eager to learn from guests in the future who don't believe in God about how they navigate life and business reboots. So I've still got a lot to learn, lot to learn about that. Now, can I navigate change without God? No, I can't do it. What I can do is embrace the teachings of Scripture that remind me that the God of the universe knit me in my mother's womb and can count every one of the hairs on my head. And I can continue to study the words of the Stoics who remind me that expecting the world to bow to my wishes is foolhardy. All right, tomorrow, episode 7 of Tracy's Tiny Reboots, we're going to explore how we see ourselves and why self-image is so important. Hey, if you haven't favorited us on Anchor.fm or subscribed on your favorite podcast player and you're enjoying these episodes, would you do it? I would love to hear from you. Uh, Hit me up with your experiences in this area or any other, and we'll just have a conversation here on Anchor.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Tracy Winchell, Deo Valente.